So, what you been up to, man? I did. Um, I mean, it's the holiday season, so I'm oh yeah, doing a lot of uh, private holiday gigs. Uh, can I ask you this? <laughs> yeah. Are you in the holiday mood or spirit? Yeah, kind of. I'm. I'm like uh, seasonal depression is hitting me pretty hard. Uh, this what kind year. of seasoning? Uh, yeah, the season, the season depression. Yeah, so I'm just like uh, I'm bummed most of the time. But the shows have been fun, and I'm I'm definitely in the mood. I'm ready for Christmas. Are you? Yeah, I like. What Christmas. was what was your guy like guy's Christmas tradition? Like what like tree? What was our tree tradition? Oh man, we got a nice tree. We fought like they switched over to. I think like 10 or 12 years ago, we used to do the getting a tree, bringing it in. Oh, as a kid. Yeah, as a kid. Oh, yeah. And then like 12 or 13 years ago, mom and dad switched over to, they bought like a nice plastic tree. And uh, now my mom just leaves it up all year. Like her house just has, it doesn't, she takes the ornaments off of it, but then there's just a plastic tree sitting, like a 10 foot tall plastic tree just sitting in a room in the house all year long. (laughs) That's hilarious. Like I'm not taking this down. Nope, not anymore. I talked her into it because it used to be she because she can't take it down. So it used to be I would have to come home and do it. And then when dad passed away, I was just like, you know, dad loved Christmas so much. I think it would be a nice memorial to just leave the tree up. Leave the tree up, baby. <laughs> so I don't ever have to take that shit back downstairs. I hate I hate, I hate taking the tree apart, man. It's... I know. Dude, I, I I fuck myself every year. Like current. Christmas Chris does not care about future Christmas Chris. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like when it's time to take the tree down, dude, I'm throwing ornaments, I'm breaking shit, I am I'm oh, yeah. I'm balling. Uh like dude, last night I had to I had to undo all up. Yeah, I had to undo all these lights and then none of them worked and I just wasted so much time. Um so like as a kid, you guys would go and get hop in the car and go get the tree. Yeah, there was like a tree farm near uh yeah. near where I grew up. We would go, we'd pick a tree, bring it back to the house, put it up. Um and then throw it away when it was dead. Yeah, we. I don't know. It's fun. A lot of Christmas traditions. Christmas was like the biggest holiday in, the, in my house. My dad loved it. The tree, getting the tree is dope as a kid. It's a fun. It's a fun tradition. It's like yeah. It's almost like the first present of the yeah. year because you're picking it out. And you're like, oh, yeah. what's this one? Yeah, it's the it's, big tree. It's fun. It's fun. Like uh, just going to different lots. You know. Yes. It's fun going to different lots, man. You get the tree, you you find one, yeah. And it's just so much fun, man. Yeah, the <laughs> so finding one's fun. great because it's usually like everyone agrees this is the yeah. tree. Like this, this is it. This is the tree. Yeah, I, we had some good uh, traditions. Like the big one was like um, Christmas Christmas Eve. We would all go to my mom's mom's place. So my grandma's side, my grandma's house, my mom's side, and we're all there. Christmas Eve, and that's where you exchange the gifts with all your with all my mom's siblings and stuff. And then Christmas Day, mom would always make lasagna. That was her Christmas Day meal. So, it, so it's a homemade lasagna every year, and uh, she'd make sausage casserole for breakfast. It was. Uh, I've never. Heard, what's the sausage casserole? Uh, sausage casserole is basically just like a, a casserole that is egg, sausage, and cheese. Like it just it it, it it's it's hey. almost like a poor person's quiche. Like you don't have to cook it like a quiche. You literally just cook it like a casserole, but it's got that quiche egg texture. Oh, got it, got it. With breakfast sausage in it and cheese in it, and dude, that just that with hot sauce is so good. Oh, did you got? Did you do like to? Uh, I guess were people doing breakfast burritos ten years, fifteen years ago, or no? It would be good in a breakfast burrito. I've never done that before, but yeah, it would be good in it. Just heat up some tortillas and throw them on the side. Yeah, yeah that would actually be pretty delicious with that, because dude, with the hot sauce, it is unreal, mm. delicious. Yeah, that that kind of sounds like ours. We would we would go get the tree, man, and and like back in upstate New York, man, it's, it would always be so much snow, you know. So you yeah. get the tree. My dad would cut off the little a little fresh piece of the bottom so it could you know so it, it yep. would be able to drink and and uh, we would wait a few hours so to let it fall a little bit. Yeah, we could sometimes we would have to de- decorate it like the next day or just typically yeah. like just some few hours later. Yeah, but dude, there's nothing like that that fresh pine smell in the house with the tree. It really is, dude, because it it, yeah. it it is. It smells like Christmas. It does, man. It does. I remember when I first joined the military, and I was <clears throat> I was stationed in Phoenix for my yeah. first, dude. I hated Christmas out west. I was like, dude, I bet is, it's a, it sucks, dude. I was just like, people are wearing shorts. I was just like, this is yeah. not. Let's As you get you. older, you get used to it, but like. Being, I was like 19 and I was just like, I just, 
all I knew was like a traditional white Christmas, like just shit ton yeah. of snow, super cold, you know, just cozy in the house. But here we are in Phoenix. It's 70 degrees. People have on flip flops. It's just like this ain't Christmas, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I love the Christmas when it's super cold and then the house is so warm. That's the only it's, way. <laughs> just a super warm house and hot chocolate and coffee yeah. and just like snacking, eating candy. Yeah. Ideally, I want I want like a little bit of snow on the bottom of the windows. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, because yeah. so, it's it's so high. Yeah, it's or like piled up. Like a couple times, uh, we would have like it would be snowing on Christmas Eve, and so it's like Christmas Eve, and you're looking out, and you're like, oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna so, be so cool. good. <laughs> it's gonna be so good tomorrow. God, that's the best man as a kid. Yeah, like, is, fucking dude. snowed in Christmas. Yeah, dude. That's so the best. white Christmas is the best, man. Yeah. A nice snowy. Yeah, snowy man. Christmas. We used to go to my aunt's house, um, and she would make this. She used to make this oh, fucking great dip, and the they would put the dip in a bread bowl, and when you would just tear off, this is how they, would, they would, Yeah, well, they would buy like this big. I don't even know what kind of bread it is, but it was like a big round loaf, and she would tear the pieces out the middle and like right? use those to dip, and then when the right, yeah, it's like a weird dill dip. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I used to love that, man. <laughs> The dill dip and just all the stuff. All my cousins would be there. Yeah, we would do a little gift exchange. And uh, it was just fun, man. Just running around the house with your cousins all night, just eating what we wanted and then go back home and isn't wake up weird? the next morning. Isn't it weird that, like, we have all these foods that are tied to holidays and, like, we're literally like, man, I can't wait till next year when I can eat that again. But it's a year. You can I just know. make it. Like, the you can make it any time. But people were just like, no, this is cr like mom makes sausage casserole and lasagna once a year. You can eat that every day if you wanted to. This is like, yep. nope, I'm saving it. And one we'll see at Christmas for the lasagna. That's that. funny that lasagna is a Christmas thing for you. Yeah, it's insane. I've never yeah. I don't know why my mom just I, I always and I asked her why. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, I just made it one Christmas and everybody seemed to like it. So I just kept making it. <laughs> <laughs> every yeah. every Christmas, she's got it down. Now, does she pass that recipe down to any of y'all, or what? I think she's got it written down. I've never helped her make it, um, but I think, cook? but yeah, what? Can you cook? I can cook okay. It's oh. like I'm way better at like grilling and stuff like that when it mm -hmm. comes to like uh like meats. I can I can handle and like some pasta, but I've never tried to make something like lasagna. Oh. It feels like it's a little bit tougher. All right. Um. A, so, what about your Christmas Day tradition? Christmas Day, wake up in the morning, and it it used to be like my dad would record. Okay, my dad was obsessed with like video cameras and stuff. So like he, the Christmas Day tradition is my brother and I would wake up, and we would walk down the steps downstairs to where the tree was, and he would record us walking down the steps. Dude, there, what is it? I wonder if my parents were kind. Of, they were kind of the same way. <laughs> Just wanted to see it, and like my dad's like, "Oh, Santa came last night. Oh, what did oh. Santa get you?" So, were you guys allowed like two story home or uh, rent? Yeah, so it was like two stories in the basement. Were you allowed to go down without them on Christmas? Nope. <laughs> Same here. Not you were not all. allowed to go down, dude. It had to be set up perfectly. Yep. My, we, my, we, go ahead. It, it would be set up. It would be like it'd be the type of thing where like I would have to if I was up, I would have to just sit in my room and wait for my parents yep. to wake up. And yep. then they would and once they were up, they would shower and get ready and they would go downstairs and they'd be like, All right, now you guys can come down. And then if we took two steps too fast, they'd be like, Wait, 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 we gotta turn the camera back on. Go back up to the top of the steps. I so know. <laughs> there is like twenty-three years. Cause my parents, my mom and dad did it up until like my dad passed away. So there's a video of me being twenty-eight years old walking down the steps with my brother being thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious yeah okay guys you can come down and just yeah come down and then just like seeing it and then like uh yeah and just opening opening the gifts and then the the after open opening the gifts is the first thing you do and then after opening gifts is just like you just relaxing the rest of the day food and stuff like this and then and then the a cool thing that i'm pretty sure only my family did is sometimes my dad would have not known what to get us so he'll buy more than what he was going to give us and so he's like hey i'm gonna have to go back to the store and return these he's like unless you want to buy them from me and he would have like other gifts and it would save him a return trip i would just give him cash and if they had a video <laughs> game that i also wanted he'd be like i paid 40 bucks for this he's like i he said you can buy it not have to pay tax on it because the, the driving is going to cost more than the money i'd get back from the tax 
That's hilarious. So <laughs> didn't he open up shop? <laughs> yeah, we called it the store. He's the like the store. store. He's like the store is open. If anybody wants to, <laughs> dude, that is hilarious. The store, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to save him a trip back to a Best Buy. That's hilarious. <laughs> but that dude, that is exactly how it was for us as well, man. Like we will wake up at like six. My parents would go, "Nope, too early. <laughs> go back to bed." Yeah, ours would start around eight thirty or nine. Yeah. That is when. It was an appropriate time to come down. And yep. And they had to go down for like it had it had to be like picture perfect for them. Yes. We couldn't we had to make sure we brush our teeth, took a shot, all that kind of shit before we went down. My parents went down first. Like my mom had to my dad had they had to put the music on first. Yeah. And it was like, okay, you guys can come down. They had to be in their in their like positions and stuff. And it was like it was cool too, because when you came down our stairs. Our living room, where our t- where the tree and everything was, was down the stairs and immediately to the right. So you had to make this turn when you went down there. And dude, as a kid, just like that turn, yeah, and just seeing all the shit, you would just see, be like, oh my see, god. See, ours was you would have to walk down the steps and you take a right turn and you have to walk through like two other rooms. You got to walk through the kitchen. You got to walk through the living room, and then there's this like, uh, this room that's off to the side of the living room, uh-huh. and that's where the tree was. And there's two couches in there, and it would be like one couch was my brother's couch, and it would have his gifts on it, and then one couch would be my couch, and so we would know where to go and whose gifts were were what, <laughs> and we would like take turns opening and being like, "What'd you get? Oh man, I got this!" And then like we would like uh, it was, and then we would give our gifts to our parents. Like as yeah. I got older, that's what we would do. That uh, now the traditions change with like dad, um, with dad uh, having passed away, and my brother like you know obviously having married and not like coming home for christmas day the new tradition is like um it's just my mom and i and we still like open the gifts and stuff and this year manda will be at the house so it'll probably be like manda and i will come down the steps and do that and then after we do the our gifts things we're going to drive to my brothers and give my nieces uh gifts Uh, i wonder if if I wonder if your brother does that with his kids. I think he does. Uh, like uh, I need to ask him about it because I think I asked him last year and he says he does. But the new the new thing is it's now we're finally transitioning to the where it's like it's now even though I don't have kids, Christmas is more about my brother's kids now. Like we finally right. hit the age where it's like it's about my nieces, and so it's like we're gonna go over Christmas Day and spend Christmas Day with them and then head back Christmas Christmas night. Uh, yeah, our our like house that. was our house was for Christmas. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we would get up. We would do all of our gifts and stuff like that. And uh, typically, I would call my cousin. What was your, oh, we got Nintendo. We got this. We got that. Yeah. And then. Um, Ooh, the cousin call. Dude, we did that, too. Where you The I cousin had, comparison call? Yeah, my cousin Braden, man. Bring it over. Uh, yeah, my cousin Braden, he's the only male cousin I have. And we would call him, like, what'd you get? And he'd say, oh, he got this. And, oh, what'd you get? And he's like, he's like I'm coming over. And it's <laughs> just like. Isn't that the best, man? Yeah, it's awesome, It's man. the best. We got this. We got that. Cool. Yeah. So make sure you bring your Nintendo tape over. It was just, it was fun, yeah. man. It was the best. <laughs> you know what sucked though? Living where I lived at, you're getting a bike for Christmas. You couldn't ride that shit until like May. That's so funny, dude. Yeah. They might as well. Dude, how funny would it be like, it, but it, in a place like uh, upstate New York or whatever, you could be like, I got you a bike, but it's on layaway. We got five months to pay it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then you finally do you've outgrown it yeah you're outgrown it. it's like hey it's may though you better hop on your bike <laughs> you better get on that bike santa's been making yeah. payments yeah we didn't make these eight dollar payments for five months for, <laughs> for no reason i thought it was crazy because it's like so i so by the time i was like old enough to understand stuff i don't really think layaway was a thing anymore but i knew what layaway was because of a sinbad special Mm-hmm. Where like Sinbad talks about it, and then like a few years ago, Walmart had a commercial where they're like, "We're bringing back layaway." Yeah, <laughs> it was just so weird to see a commercial about like, like I don't know, I don't mean, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, this that was that like a thing? Was layaway pretty big in general? Because literally outside of a Sinbad thing, yeah. you're a little bit older than me. Was that like a thing that like a lot of people did? I like, I, oh I, uh, yeah, hell yeah, man! It, it was a way to kind of budget. Damn, dude. Yeah, people people would do it. You you would I mean you would just see there was like just certain times of like uh like uh, I would say maybe a month or two before uh school started. Yeah. You know, you would just see a bunch of moms in there and you would just see just piles of clothes and then did I've waited in the layaway line in the, in the back for hours. Do you have no idea how long we waited in a Marshalls layaway <laughs> line? 
That's so I, funny, I used to man. push it all the way. But yeah, I was like nine and I found out what the term was because of a Sinbad special where he has a whole bit about where you just be bragging to your friends. You'd be like, in four months, that's going to be my jacket. This is my jacket, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Put it on layaway. Yeah, we should do it, man. I mean, pick all our shit out and then, um, yeah, they would just go make payment. It, to be honest, it's, 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 it's just smart. It's just like you get, you get the clothes that you want. It's like, you know what? I don't really need it now, but it's yep. probably going to be gone in, in a month or whatever it is let me just set it aside and i'll just put money on it and then yeah and it's not yeah. like we couldn't afford to buy the clothes but it's just like we don't we don't need it right now yeah you don't need but, it right now and so yeah. it's and it's also like you don't have to pay that chunk and then budget your other things yeah. you're just like all right cool we'll just we'll put this aside for these clothes but see my, i think a lot of women too they would kind of use it as like a savings thing oh uh, yeah or, or even or, or even like a little impulse control where it's just like i'm gonna buy this dress it's like put it on layaway and then like a couple of weeks later, you go, man, I kind of need like 10 bucks. Just go, oh, shit, I'm going to go get that shit off of layaway. You just go, you will go to Marshall, Marshalls and go, hey, I don't want to put this on layaway anymore. Can we can we take it off? And then whatever you paid, like yeah. if you pay eight or nine dollars to hold it, they'll just give you your money back and they will put that's it back on. That's crazy. Off. Yeah. That's so, man, that's nuts to think about. You just literally, you just use it as like a savings account with no interest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just paid a percentage of whatever the total was. Yeah. It might have been five or ten percent. And then you know, a hundred dollars, you put ten dollars down, and you go, you know what? Oh, I don't want those clothes. And you go That's back. Good, that is good seat. impulse control. Yeah, that way you, you you think you might want all this stuff, and then a couple days later you go, you know what? I don't really want that. You take your receipt and go, hey, you know what? Can I take this stuff off off of that way? Absolutely. <laughs> and then they give you your money back. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's funny. We had a long talk about layaway. Oh, yeah. shit. But welcome back to Host Battle, everybody. Woo. I'm Chris Allen and my co-host here. Winston Hodges. Yes, we're back, man. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Yep. Happy yep. Christmas sounds weird. It does. It doesn't sound right. It really does, man. It sounds very it, weird. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy. Happy. Yeah, Miles doesn't want anything, so we're trying to figure out. We'll be, we're obviously, gonna He doesn't something. want anything. He hasn't asked for anything. Dude, did, I posted his Christmas letter. Yeah. I'll read it. Yeah, what did Miles ask for from Santa? Claus? I love losing followers on Instagram. I mean, on on uh, Twitter. You say, you say losing followers? Yeah, just onesie twosies. <laughs> onesie twosie. Where the fuck is it? I thought I oh, here it is. It says, "Dear Santa, thank you for all the gifts last year. I don't have. Uh, I don't. I do not have anything I want for Christmas this year, though." I will accept any gift, but I don't want anything in particular. Merry Christmas from Miles. Damn, dude. That's crazy. He doesn't have any game that he wants. or When, yeah, when he's playing something, he doesn't care about anything else, man. Oh, man. So what's he playing now? A lot of Geometry Dash. Okay, still that. Yeah, Damn. a lot of Geometry Dash. Um, I think I might get my wife an iPad. Oh, that'd be a good gift. Yeah, I think I'm an iPad mini, though iPad mini. Um yeah. I'm I'm uh, See, I'm trying to get tough. the spirit. Well, it's tough that he doesn't know what he wants. But I'm not we're not my girlfriend and I aren't really doing gifts this year. She doesn't oh, really? she doesn't want anything and uh, so really? we're using the money ours is going to be more on like uh, experiences. Like we're going to go do stuff together or like go to a nicer restaurant. No, that's cool. December. So it'll be it'll be pretty fun, but it's the first time ever cuz I'm used to like giving gifts and I'm like Yeah. I'm not good it, at not giving them. If, yeah, it's a weird. You, uh, you go through a weird time in your life when you be like in your early to mid twenties, especially if you moved away from home, where like those holidays don't really mean as much because you're an adult. You yeah. know, it's just like oh, it's, just, it's Christmas. You know, yeah. you might have a girlfriend, you exchange a gift here or there, but yeah, it just. I I will say like uh, during those times, it's just not as fun. Yeah, you know, even when I first, we've heard first had miles like the first couple of years where they, they don't get it. Yeah, where it's like the, the giving, there's, you don't get to see the real joy of them getting yeah. something because they're a baby. Yeah. So, I mean, even now, he's kind of like, I. to be honest, man, I think he knows this shit ain't real. I think he just plays. Oh, already? Him. Huh? You think already he knows? How oh, old is he? He's nine. <laughs> I don't remember when I quit knowing. I feel like, I, even though we haven't told him, I feel like we should tell him. I don't want I don't want him to be in fifth grade believing in Santa Claus, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's a tough, ooh, that's a tough conversation. 
I remember being really sad when I found out. Yeah. I cried. I think I cried. Uh, I was like, I was like, you lied to me. <laughs> he was like 17. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, this was last year. He finally told me oh, dude, my, it's... at my dad's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they snuck it in during the eulogy. Yeah, they're like the this man uh played Santa Claus. I was like, he played Santa. Yeah, I caught my dad putting my one of my sister's gifts together, and I was like, "Dad, damn, dude!" Now like, someone told me at school. He was like, "Look, isn't that weird how most kids don't tell?" Yeah, well, it's weird because it's like it made me realize how big of a dick the kid was that told. Because yeah. it's like it's it was this kid was like I remember he just being like, "You know, Santa's not fucking real, right?" And you know, and I was like, "Santa is real." What do you mean Santa's not fucking real? God, like, that is wild. Eight. And then like, I had to be like, Mom, Dad, so-and-so at school said Santa's not real. And my parents were like, all right, let's talk. And they were just and they like, just, well, And they just told you? They told me, they're like, they're like, Santa Claus is not real, but the spirit of Christmas is real. And that's, and just like, <laughs> and just being like, it's about the holiday and the gift giving. It's like, but the actual person that does that is not a real person. And I was like, fuck. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Can I can I take the cars to the movies? There's yeah. always like the kid that found out Santa wasn't real too young, and you have those parents too. Like fuck that, I pay for the gifts. I'm the Santa Claus. Yeah. I I don't want him getting credit. Yeah, like, it's a, like what a, is wrong with you? You yeah, like a, that you like animal, a, like a five year old that knows Christmas is like Santa isn't real. Yeah, is too young. And those kids <laughs> too, are mean. too young. You know, Santa's that's not part real. of being a kid is believing yeah. in fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, believing in or shit that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking believe in Santa. <laughs> that is one of the, that is, God, that's such an awful lie. Yeah, when I was teaching, um, we had this weird thing where, like, it's all different age groups in the same program. So it's like we would have kids that believed and kids that were like 17 years old. And they had to, like, remember to not talk about how he's not real. Damn. Like, like just having to constantly talk about Santa being real as if it was real because there's like one kid in the room that is like seven years old. <laughs> that is insane. That like, why? That's such a thing that we want to. We want kids to believe in because you know what? Because it's so much fun. It's so much it's fun. fun. And then life really feels like it changes when you find out. Dude, I was gonna say it's it's. It's a it's a losing of innocence. That being told, Santa Claus isn't real, and yeah. then the first time you get laid, <laughs> yeah, those, that's the two big. Those ones. some real ass moments, man. Oh yeah, I remember like the Santa Claus thing when that happened. I was like, I don't remember what age I was, but I can't remember what the order was. I can't remember if it was the Tooth Fairy I quit believing in first, or Santa Claus. But one of them happened, and my I think I quit believing in the Tooth Fairy earlier. Like, I found out about the Tooth Fairy not being real, and I think my first thought was like, well, fuck, at least Santa's real. <laughs> well, at least Santa Claus. Got... At least St. Nicholas is real. God, I mean, yeah, who believes in a Tooth Fairy? Yeah, that's silly. That doesn't make any sense. Santa, though, that's a, yeah, that's... He's gonna... <laughs> yes, some lady comes in, leaves money, takes your tooth. Yeah, it's weird. She has wings. I don't believe this. Like, Santa's got reindeer. <laughs> he gets to everyone's house in one night. That that yeah. makes more sense. That makes sense. He stops time, you know. <laughs> That's funny, man. But it's also so funny how much we want to do it. Like like Norad tracks Santa. I know it's so involved. That's like I would love to know how much money goes to that. Let's like see. how much the Santa tracking program is like. How much uh military spending is the. <laughs> Is the Santa program? Nor I, because that I mean, because I remember using that as like a reason for why Santa's definitely real. Is that'd be like, it's like it's fucking NORAD, dude. The the government is tracking him. So duh, he's real. NORAD says their call center fields more than a hundred thousand questions each year. And the Santa Tracker website has more than 30 million vis visitors on Christmas Eve because it's no cost to any of the people who want to track Santa. Okay. Oh, they said they started doing it by accident. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. You do something by accident, and it's just like, shit, man, people really like this. <laughs> God. Oh, dude, this is this is like your mom's um, um, lasagna. Yeah. 
They she made it one year by accident. She's like, fuck everybody. <laughs> now I got to do it every year. Oh man, I got to make lasagna every yeah. year. I got to. We got to track Santa every. Because here's the thing: is it's like that's that's the type of thing you only miss when it's gone. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I can't remember ever checking the. I would never look at NORAD tracking Santa, but it's the type of thing where, like, if you told me this is the last year NORAD was going to track Santa, it would upset me. Um, I'll be pissed. Right? I it wasn't until it to the exist. 1950s when he got his extra assignment from NORAD. Uh, we had had a newspaper. I had a local paper here that newsprints actually put the phone number. Oh, wow. It was a misprint. <laughs> Damn, dude. He said, it said uh, on that night, one of our colonels on duty, Harold, answered the phone and heard a little kid's voice asking if he was Santa. He directed everybody to talk to children that night and tell them, uh, uh, talk to them and tell them that you know that you were tracking Santa and to visit, wait, and to visit with each other. I can't fucking read it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Damn, he directed dude. everyone to talk to the children that night and talk to them and tell them that. You know that they were tracking Santa and to visit with each children. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so I guess what they're saying is like when the kids call, tell them that uh, you're not Santa, but we're tracking Santa. We're tracking and he's visiting all the kids. So it happened by accident and then they just kept doing it forever. Wow. Damn. Norad tracking. Yeah, that's what happened. It said that there was a, they had a newspaper ad and a local paper uh, and it had a misprint. And they, yeah, people actually started to call the command center, and that's how it happened. That is, that is insane. And they never stopped. They never stopped, man. Um, so, NORAD relies on volunteers to make the program possible now. Okay. Each, volu each volunteer does 40 phone calls an hour, and they handle more than 12,000 emails and 100,000 telephone calls total. Dude, here's a question. Someone asked, is the NORAD Santa Tracker legit? <laughs> Merely simulates. Dude, that's so funny. It's like probably a child, but dude, I'm, I'm picturing like a 34-year-old dude being like, all right, I know people say Santa's not real, but is this NORAD shit? This can't be real. It says upgrading NORAD Santa Tracker system will cost billions. <laughs> There's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my That's god yeah, when we were in atlanta um for thanksgiving uh i had went into um one of my aunt's front rooms because my my son and, and niece were in there and uh they were acting kind of like secretive and i was like I was like what are y'all doing on this ipad and he goes, oh, she wanted me to look up how Santa Claus gets to every, every house. Uh, I was like, oh, that's funny that they're actually looking that shit up. It's like she wanted, she wanted to know. Um, that's so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. Speaking of gifts and giving, did you hear about Nancy Reagan? Dude, yeah. It's crazy. Like, motherfucker, the head queen of, of Hollywood. Yeah, the throat goat, dude. But here's the thing. I don't think she had 2021 skills. We're, we're talking 1950s blowjobs, man. <laughs> How, I mean, I, I wouldn't, you can never turn your nose up at a blowjob, you know? Yeah. But do you think they, they you think they were fucking like really getting in there in the 50s? I th Here's the thing is, is like, I don't. I don't know how much actual that skill has evolved since then. It's all the other things you do to make it better. You get what I'm saying? Like I don't think I don't think we were getting finger in an ass. You know what I mean? Like I think it's those type of things, but maybe we don't know. I'm gonna I'm I'm Google 1950s blowjobs. <laughs> 1950s blowjobs. <laughs> well, it's just crazy because it's just like I, I always forget. It's like oh yeah, it's like. I was like, why is she on the MGM lot? And I'm like, oh yeah, Ronald Reagan was a fucking actor. <laughs> he was, yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's like, oh yeah. Just going around blow she was just blowing everybody on the lot. Like she was just sucking every executive's dick, which is awesome. Like it there's is. people that are dude, it's so funny. It there's is. people being like making fun of her, and then there's people being like, Don't slut shame. And it's like she's fucking dead. She's a yeah, and she's they they're both dead. They're dead. And it's just like and now with with the throat goat culture, I think people are like, "Holy shit, Nancy Reagan was dope." Yeah, <laughs> well, it's just funny. It's just you the throat goat and then lead a war on drugs. I know, <laughs> and that's what's so funny because it's like, wait a minute, this sweet old lady 
was just going around topping everybody off, and she was yeah. great at it. And she, and she loved over. kids. Yeah, she was not high at not all. Not high, not high. Or, or Winston. Maybe she was. Maybe this is why she was like, "We got to keep kids off of drugs," because I was so high. I was just going around just sucking dick. Yeah, all over Hollywood. the MGM just, lot. Just say no. Just say. That's just so say. Funny. Just say blow. Damn, dude. Yeah, they just said she would do it in offices. She would do it at parties. It's just like, damn, dude, you are killing it. I think it's dope, man. I think I it's, think it's great too. I like finding out about um people you think are really prim and proper, and like not in a shameful, negative way, but just being like, okay, like, because you just picture someone like Nancy Reagan, war on drugs, stuff like that. You're like, it's not even human, and then you're just I like, know. no, this is a real person that just, you know, had some political stuff I didn't necessarily agree with. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, 28th century blowjobs. All right, here's some um, Dickery, Dicky Liquor. That was a d- deep sea diving, sneezing in the cabbage. That's what they used to call it. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, man. I guess it's been pretty, um, pretty, pretty popular. There's some really old photos of people getting. <laughs> There's a picture from like um wow the Kama Sutra, some chick sucking some dude's dick. He's got his arms folded. <laughs> yeah, that wow. hasn't changed. 79 AD, there's a picture of people getting their dick sucked. Okay. Damn, dude. <clears throat> yeah, it's the fifties. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they weren't telling people about it. But no, also, oh, like dude, that that would that that would that is the that would be the probably the most scandalous thing a woman can do in the nineteen fifties is Give a guy a blowjob. Yeah, a guy you're not married to? Because it's like oh, she was running geez. around everywhere. Yeah. That is, um, thank God it for Nancy. So good because you would hear all those things about like how they're all anti promiscuity and stuff back then and just hearing like, nope, they just. Oh, they dude, said, that's all they did. Yeah. They said they were anti that stuff, but then it's like, nope, for real, it is. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no, there's no way, man, that there's, there's no way they weren't engaging in that type of shit, man. Oh, um, man. I did. Um, I was gonna ask you. Uh, have you been doing any? Have you had like any good gigs? Anything fun or weird? I just did. Um, I just did. Uh, eight oh eight for the first time this weekend. I had Ooh. a lot of fun. I saw you your clip that you posted. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to put up some clips. I like that um, joke. The last thanks, man. The last. Wait, wait. Which one? The Uber one. I tried that at my mic a couple weeks ago, and it did not do well. That's and funny. What's funny is all I had to do was change up the beginning and go. I have so I have such low self esteem that yeah. this is what I do, and it, it it all made sense and it, and it fell. That's in a good joke. That joke's gonna get better too. But I like the the clip you posted. I was like, I like that. Thanks, that man. Funny. That was funny. Um, but I had a good time, man. I know there are some people who said they didn't really care for it. I'll say this, dude. When I told some of the DC comics that it was like Friday night was really good, they seemed kind of surprised. Because I heard it can be up and down. It's weird. I've heard. I've heard it can go. F- so it's what's weird about that room is it does comedy from Wednesday through Saturday, and it does it with three different groups. Like Wednesday night's a different group. Thursday right. night's a different group. Friday Saturday is is underground. And I've heard at the eight oh eight thing, uh, I haven't done the Friday and Saturday ones yet, but I've heard that they can. There's usually an eight and a ten or whatever, and I usually right. hear one of them is great. That's what I heard too. And the other one is you can just get a weird crowd generally. True. Yeah. Um, but having uh, a couple of dope sets, dude, is awesome. Especially getting those clips. That's a good quality video. Yeah, it was. It was. It was fun, man. Um, they were. I would say Saturday's second show. They were weird, but they were. Um, they have fun, and they they kind of just wanted to talk. Okay. You could still do jokes, but you could, you really couldn't do it in a setup punchline format. You just kind of like, had. Yep. I just sit down and kind of talk through it. Yeah, talk to the joke, do a little crowd work in between, have right. people involved. Very conversational. The yeah, the conversational, which is like, oh, that sounds great. But you know what I like about those type of crowds? It's like when you do your material in that conversational yeah. format, and I, I've seen you, we've both done this before, where, where you have that where that thing, you go, you know what? They like me. I'm having fun. Yeah. I don't feel any pressure. Let me. This is a great time for me to try a new a joke, new joke and yeah. not be afraid. Because you can literally go, hey, 
can I try a couple jokes? And they go, yeah. And you can pull out the book and go, hey, what about this one? Yeah, because they're enjoying the vibe. They, they're, they're enjoying the vibe more than they are the yeah. show. Yeah, and they feel like um, they feel like they're really connected to you. And then when you introduce, like, hey, can I try a joke on you? They go, oh, we're getting a little insider. Like, yeah, we can help. Yeah, we can that, help. It's usually a crowd that likes the aesthetic and likes yes. to hang. And it's usually a crowd that also comes in and they're like, yeah, we paid money for this show, but like, we're in a small art gallery. We get this as in a comedy club and we get you know what I mean? It's almost like yeah, they get a vibe and they're just kind of yeah. there. It's people that are there to hang out with the comedian. As right. And exactly. More. And they don't put that pressure on you to like, quote unquote, perform. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. Because some of even because some of those crowds, it can be like six, seven people and they're expecting a show like a yeah. formatted. Like that's the worst is when it's like it, when it's a small crowd and they want a show and it's like, I'll still perform. You guys are going to like it, but it's not going to feel natural. Yeah. I like when it's like. If it's a lighter, not saying that those crowds were light, but I've usually seen that it's usually a seven to ten to fifteen person right, crowd, right. and but they're all into the show, but they get that it's not a ton of people there, and they're like, "Let's hang out with us. We'll just chill for fifteen minutes, and this right. will be a fun aesthetic." Yeah. And like couples were like, and I wasn't getting upset, but like couples are talking to each other. Yeah, like I, I um, like I posted like like Jesus, is it the same joke? It's the same joke, um, the Uber joke. Yeah, where where I go, um. I don't tip him to the next day. The woman was like, wait a minute. You got to explain this. I you saw know that. I mean? Yeah. That's, like, that's because we were in that conversational mode. So like, yeah. she really wanted to know, like, what's up with that? And it's like, yeah. oh, I'll tell you why. I like stuff like that, man. It's perfect. Or yeah, it's like, it, it's it was like, a lot of fun, man. And because uh, Clark Jones texted me. He was like, did you have a good time? I was like, yeah, I had a lot of fun. And um, I had really been I, I, I was I've been afraid of trying new stuff. Yeah. You know how that is. It's like, man, I, I just don't think it's really there. But man, the entire weekend, everybody was so cool. The crowds were so, like, just with it. Where yeah. I I felt comfortable with trying stuff, and if it didn't do well, it was okay. They were they would go, we ain't like that. Let's go. Okay, that's fine. I'll work on that. It's like y'all liked yeah. it up to this point. They go, yeah, I like the premise, but the last part, you ain't need to say that. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. I kind of like stuff like that, man, and just being yeah. like, because usually it seems those, productive, and you don't productive. feel bad. And usually when they like you enough to have that type of conversation with you, they're going to laugh when you say that that joke didn't work. So right. it's like you're going to end everything with a punchline. Like, so it's there's less fear. There's less fear to try a new joke because, you know, even if, if that joke kills, it'll get a big laugh. Or if it bombs, they're the type of cool that you can get away with the uh, saving your joke by being like, y'all fucking hated that. one. You know what I mean? Like, y'all yeah, yeah, exactly. did not like Ooh, that. Yeah, did not like that one. That's yeah. dope, man. So you're there Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday, yeah, I had a great time. We um we hung out downstairs in the basement, uh, the green room uh, afterwards to like one thirty, just talking comedy and that's you know, awesome. Uh, man. What we missed, you know, the last couple of you know year and a half and all that kind of stuff. It was great, man. Because I, I have to be honest, like there's been times where you, I'm just like, do I still want to do this? Or like, am I did I make the right choice? Or like, I'm not yeah. funny anymore. But then I get I come up to DC, I hang out with comics, and, and, and you have a good time, and you go, okay, I'm back in. Yeah, dude. That, that has been the part that's been the best. That's been the part that's been the best about just being up here. It's just like every night I'm seeing comics that I'm good friends with that I think are yeah. really funny. We can do that. It's it's that helping, yep. It helps yep. with my anxiety and my self-esteem issues and stuff, just being around people that respect me and realizing, like, oh, yeah, people don't hate me. <laughs> right, exactly. But you know who people do hate? Who? Jesse Smollett. Did you see that shit? Oh. Yeah, I saw uh, Convicted. Uh on like I didn't I didn't see exactly what the convictions are for. Basically, like, just lying about a hate crime, which is I think he's definitely he's a piece of shit for doing that, man. Yeah, for trying to bolster your career with that, that's just that's fucking ridiculous. Especially as, uh, with all that, sh with all the shit we had going on, all the racial tension, and for you to to like lie about that to try to boost your career, it's like, dude, you could have caused I mean massive riots by lying about this type of shit, yeah. man. And it also is like getting it, like. He could have caused riots if if it hadn't come out that he was lying. And then also the it coming out where it's lying is the type of thing where it's like, fuck, man, you're just giving fuel to the people that say people lie yeah, about this shit. Yeah, exactly. You 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 really fucked over people in the LGBT community. Yeah. Uh, you made black people look bad. I mean, it's just it's, it's not a good look, you know, and it's like you, you're really like you like you said, you, and you're also just giving ammo to the to the other side so to speak yeah. like, see these people lie about this type of shit every you know all this stuff they're they're always lying about these quote-unquote racists but to be 
on it fair. I think a lot of people stopped believing when he was just like, when he was like, yeah, they were like, you're the nigga from uh, Empire. It's like, what racist white yeah. men are watching Empire? Yep. And walking around downtown Chicago at like nobody, nobody, man, no one at all, no one. Nah, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like dude, you're, it's a bad, it's a bad lie. It's a bad lie. It. I saw Ben Shapiro like trying to like call out all these politicians and celebrities that supported him, like with their original, with their original tweets when all this stuff happened. You know, they're calling them out. But you know, you know, Josh Duggar. Yeah, he got convicted of like child porn. porn yeah. Uh, and it's just like, but Ben Shapiro wrote articles like defending this guy, tweets defending this guy. And it's just like, you got all this shit to say about Jesse Smollett, yeah. but you have zero to say about Josh Duggar. I, mean, I think everyone should be allowed to defend who they want. And then when the actual shit comes out, it's like, it's like, all right, we should accept that we're yeah. wrong on that one. Yeah, it's like how come you're not how how come you're not saying that you that you were wrong and, and you're sorry, but you're demanding like a, an apology and you you're trying to have your gotcha moment with all these other politicians and celebrities when you yourself are making, you know, uh, um when you when you're standing for uh you know shitty people. Dude, there's been so much. It's it's been so weird. We're finally at the point where like all those court cases are happening. You know what I mean? Like the Ahmad Aubrey happened, Rittenhouse, just mm-hmm. Jesse Smollett, all this stuff is finally getting handled. And like they've got like, dude, did you see Rittenhouse is like on podcasts? Yeah, I saw that. Dude, the the clips with him are infuriating. I, I'm like, not watching any of it. Dude, it is it is unbelievable because it's like he's a dude that like I, you know, obviously agree with him. I don't I think the situation was fucking dumb. But like I yeah, got when I read situation, yeah, yeah. But I got when I read the court case thing. I was like, I was like, all right, I don't agree with it, but I get why it's not technical. You know what I mean? I got, I understand. Yeah, I, I totally understand it. Yeah, it's but just dude, like, yeah. But then he comes out and he's on a podcast and he's talking shit. He, dude, he's talking shit about LeBron because LeBron yeah, tweeted about it. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? He's doing it for clout. Yeah, it's just because I was thinking that too. I was just like, I wonder, I wonder how long before he ends up on Rogan honestly for real or something because it's like he he was on the thing that i think is crazy is it's like as soon as he was on the podcast uh one of his lawyers came out and we're like we advised him to just start a new life and lay low and to not do this and he immediately started doing podcasts and it was like it's got they gotta be paying him money man it's purely 18 year old kid or whatever how fucking old he is just being like yeah i'm gonna be on these shows i think he is 18 19 yeah he's talking about like getting do you talk about getting pussy Dude, on like these podcast, like the dude, he's like they're saying this thing about being a virgin, and I'm like too late, and it's like all these right wing people are like, yeah, Kyle, Kyle gets pussy, and it's like you guys all suck. Yeah, so I thought you guys were Christian conservatives who would want him to wait for a marriage. Yeah, they don't, they don't stand for shit, man. No, dude, just losers. They 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 don't they, they don't stand for shit, and <laughs> I yeah, it's just like I I, I can't. Uh, he didn't kill anybody black, like like you said, like, all the facts came out. Yeah, he he really didn't do um, what people thought he did, and, and that and to me and, and not to rehash it, but this is why you have to really stay out of those situations, man. It's like yeah. you traveled across state lines, shit got hairy, but luckily everything worked out for him. Yeah, and he he got he got off. Unfortunately, two people died. Somebody lost a fucking bicep, and he had to he had to shoot people. Yeah, you know. And that that that's that can't don't be put yourself easy. in those situations. Yeah, man. that can't be something easy to deal with. But yeah, going on podcasts and laughing and all that type of shit. And that's it, the thing that's it, crazy. It very weird. Like, here's the thing, man. Like, I feel like even if I justifiably shot somebody, I don't necessarily think I would be laughing about killing somebody. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I would like to think I would have some sort of like issues with having taken a life peer or like i would at least be struggling with it you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> it, yeah to me if like if you've been involved in something like that if you finally want to talk about talk about it on a podcast or something it should be this is what should happen when you go kyle rittenhouse is going to be on um uh rogan or whoever you go why the fuck do i know that name yeah you go oh that's the guy who shot yeah. the damn you know what i mean but yeah. this this kid is is still wearing the suit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude. He this, came from the courthouse into the, into the studio. Exactly. This motherfucker yeah, walked out of court and then put on a podcast headphones. Like in that new DMX documentary when he got out of jail and went straight into the studio to. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what he's doing. And it, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. 
Um, but he is, he is young, yeah. you know. And, and to be honest, man, I don't. That's gotta that's gotta be a hard thing to, to kind of control because he yeah. has he could be a fucking rock star right now if he really wanted to. Honestly, yeah, he could. He could be out doing a lot of a lot of shit. He could be running for local office because, dude, they would right. they would vote for him in a heartbeat. Yeah, dude. He could be he could be set up Get if up he wanted. He could area. start some little. He could start a some type of like um, self defense company and have all these people who want to help him. And he could he could be doing a lot of shit. Yeah, but if I was him, I would definitely do. You kill two people, you shot another person, you got away with it. You need to lay fucking low for a few yep. years, man. Lay low. Lay low. It's it, it, it's just like, yeah, lay low, wait a few years. And maybe everyone won't fucking hate you. Let yeah. let let the shit die down, and let people realize, hey man, look at the case. I don't. You might not like it, but this was a, a this was self defense. Yeah, there's like I don't know how someone can like just be okay with that many people hating them. Like I am very jealous of people that can exist and like, like people that really do love haters. I don't understand how you do it. I get too in my own head and it gives me too much anxiety. Cause I want to be a good person and don't want people to hate me. And I'm like, I can't imagine being the type of dude that's like, not just okay with haters, but just being like, Oh yeah, all these people hate me. Fuck them. <laughs> you know what? I, they, they're doing that for the people that love them. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But deep down inside that shit, that bother it, it bothers people. Yeah, God. it bothers people, man, because we we all say that the bad the bad reviews ring louder than the good ones. Yeah, you know because yeah, although I'm pretty sure that guy gets flooded with messages and and job offerings, and he's a hero, Kyle this, Kyle that, but that that's fine. But when you do go through that, he's a piece of shit. I would kill him myself. I'll do this. That's the stuff you look at, man, because that's the yeah, stuff yeah. that's scary, man. Yeah, that shit is scary. Because but... when he walks out of his door. When he goes out in public, he's not thinking like everybody loves me in the back of his mind. He's like, I got to watch out for the people who fucking want me dead or don't like me. Yeah. So it, it's, it affects him, man. Trust me. Are there any more court cases coming up or is this like the big? Oh, um, the Dante Wright. That's coming up. Okay. That's happening right now. The woman who shot the guy who. Oh, yeah. Oh. Taser. Yeah. I didn't. I'd never really looked into that, but. Uh, I didn't know that the kid's mom was white. She had her on the stand. I was like, uh, I don't know how good that's gonna, how well that's gonna go for the cop. Where well, you have this white mother crying over her dead son, you know? It's true, man. Fuck. Do you know what happened um, during all that the Ahmad Arbery shit? There was a white guy who actually killed a cop who he thought was an intruder in his home and was acquitted. <laughs> oh my god, dude! With all the Breonna Taylor stuff going on. The yeah. Sandra, you know, Sandra Bland, all this stuff, George Floyd, all this stuff about, you know, police brutality, reform, AK, I mean, all this stuff. And, you know, the no knock raids. And here we have a white guy who killed a cop. It's not it was not no news on that. Zero. God damn, dude. Isn't that weird, man? Yeah, I did not hear about that. God. Yeah, yeah, what is the news we get to see and what we get to take in and what's reported as news is they really they really do control a lot of it, man. The media really does control what we see. Uh, and I don't know, man. That's that is mind blowing to me. Yeah, I guess there was a there's another dude who was acquitted of Florida guy, but there's a West here it is. Is this one? Yeah, five days ago. Yep, uh, West Texas man acquitted of murder Wednesday um, in 2019. Fatal shooting of a police officer was shot while checking a wow a security alarm at the man's home. Damn, I am uh, fucking crazy, man. Oh yeah, before I forget, uh, wow. I, so I did this uh, private gig the other day mm -hmm. at um, a barbecue joint. It was like a birthday party for this uh, for this dude. Um, and I brought another comic with me, this newer comic, Bryce Rogerson. I had him do like a little guest spot in front of me, but we were downstairs in this barbecue place. They have like a downstairs bar. It's in right. Adams Morgan in DC. It was dope. Really fun. Dude. I have, I haven't had a show come to a screeching halt after killing for a really long time. Like I did that night in a long time. Dude, I have, I lost literally 
every bit of momentum I had at the 40 minute mark of the show. Mm-hmm. And then I had to get it back with the Ooh. last three minutes. Jesus. Dude, I was like, uh, I was doing all crowd work. Everybody knew each other. We were making fun of, I was making fun of everybody. Like I was just crushed, crushing for like 37, 38 minutes, like destroying. Mm-hmm. And there was this lady who came and sat in the front and, um, she was the type of person where it's just like, if this had been a normal show, she would have been like a really big problem because she is interrupting and heckling. And she's the type of person who's like, when an audience member says something in response to me, she's also yelling something at the audience member. Right. Like she's heckling everybody kind of, mm-hmm. but we're, but, but it was, but she was comfortable. We were having fun. I would make fun of her and she would laugh and she would try to say something to me and I'd get her back every time. It was like a good thing. And I would be, I, and it was the type of thing where like, I could be like, all right, wait a fucking minute. And it would get a laugh. Cause I'm like, all right, calm down. We'll come back to you. And I'm going back and forth. And then dude, she's from Albania and uh, I literally crushing. And then we're talking. I'm like, cool, I'll land the plane. I'll, I'll talk to this lady for two or three more minutes and then I'll do a closing joke. And I go, so what's Albania known for other than apparently incredibly loud women? And when I said that, dude, she was not happy when she, when I said the incredibly loud woman thing. Like, it was an everything where, like, everybody got silent. And they were like, oh, and it got quiet. And she was like, see, stuff like this is why you don't have a girlfriend. And I was like, I do. Uh, and she's like, but you're not married. And then I followed up with that by being like, yeah, because I'm not as stupid as your husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so and so that got nothing. And it was a type of thing where I had to spend a minute and a half to two minutes of pulling back and being like, I thought we were having fun. It's like, you got to be nice to me. And we're joking back. And dude, and it was the it was walking a tightrope because that's when my Fitbit vibrated. And I was like, great, I have three minutes left. And it's like and I and and how bad this felt, how hard I killed at the beginning doesn't mean anything. Like I'm trying to do this for a good review on this fucking shitty website. And I'm like, all right, all right. I was like, what can you do? What can you do? And I'm in my head. I'm like, what can I do to, to save the show? And uh, and so I, I see her start to smile because she gets I was like, I'm just kidding with you. Like we're having fun. And then I ask her another question and she goes, nope. And she does like the thing where you put a key, fake key in your mouth and lock it like you're not going to talk anymore. And I was like, oh, my God, you're not going to talk anymore. And uh, and I was just like, so that's all I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had to do. Yes. And then she started laughing and I was like, you guys better laugh because she's fucking laughing. We're having a good time here. And it's like they got to laugh. I think she was a little upset about it. But then I closed really strong. And then afterwards we talked. And I was like, I was like, you know, I'm just kidding, right? And she's like, yeah. She's like, blah, blah, blah. I found out, like, I, she did uh, graduate school where I did undergrad and was able to talk afterwards. And I ended up getting, like, a five-star review. But, dude, I never in a million years, after the things I was saying on that stage to her and other people, thought Albania being known for loud women was going to be what? Are they known for loud women? No, she was just being loud. I'm just saying, but why would she get so upset about that? You know I what think, I mean? I don't know. I, I, the only thing I could think of is it's like I had been teasing her all night because she, there was an empty seat in the front, and then when she saw I was talking to people, she came and sat immediately in the front, which was like, oh, this is someone that wants to be talked to. This is someone that wants this type of crowd work. She's going to be a problem. And I, I'm joking about like, oh, you have the energy of like someone. Like I'm guessing her correctly, and she's laughing really hard. I said she was a terrifying woman. And she laughed really hard. Like, it's all these positive things. Like, oh, you're just scaring men. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think the moment that even anything could be turned negatively, which is like, I think she's been called loud before. Like, that is the only thing I can think of is she has been called loud uh, uh, before. But, dude, when I tell you the train came off the tracks immediately. When I said we were doing, we were doing like 120 miles per hour. We're about to pull into the station and just like loud woman. Oh, I know, cause you, uh, dude, uh, don't you hate that? Where you go? Where did I go wrong? Yep. Like I don't know what I. Uh, let's see, Albanian stereotypes. Albanian. <laughs> <laughs> it says Albanian men sell drugs. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! But it was, but she was cool afterwards. She was having fun, and she got back right on track. But it was like I could tell she was legitimately offended, and I knew she was offended because she did the thing that women audience members do 
when they're actually upset, which is start attacking. Like, this is why you don't have a wife. You know what I mean? Like going mm-hmm. and like getting really personal. And I was like, all right, this is we're really escalating this situation here uh, to a degree it doesn't need to be uh, taken to. But she was great. That whole show was so f- it was everything where like the night was so perfect. And I was so angry because I thought I had ruined it. Mm. I thought I'd ruined it, but I got a good review the next morning from that. Everyone was really happy. And someone who saw me at that uh, took my card and they booked me for a private gig Thursday. So I basically doubled the money just from from doing that show, which is like, thank God. Damn, that's cool. November was slow. Albanian men are involved in human trafficking. They sell drugs. (laughs) Albanians are thieves. Albanians are murderers. They're involved in the mafia. Albanian men use non-Albanian women. Albanians hate everyone that is not Albanian. Albanian fathers kill their daughters' boyfriends. Albanians are crazy. (laughs) But loud is what did it. Yeah. But here, I mean, from these negative stereotypes about the guys, human traffickers, they sell drugs, thieves, murders. It seems like uh, people like like with this stereotype, they would also be one that like um, they probably don't uh, women. uh, They don't um, respect women. Yeah. So like Albanian women talk too much. That's probably something some older Albanian men would probably say, like, oh, these women are too outspoken. You know what I mean? Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, God damn it. Fuck. That's that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But it's just the type of thing where it's going because it's just like never it's like because you know how it is. You like you push the line a little bit with crowd work, like a little bit. And so that if you have to, you can walk it back a little bit. But each supplemental thing where I was poking fun at everybody is getting everyone's into it. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so when I've set what the line is, I'm like purely saying she's loud is safe because I've said she's terrifying, she's scary, and right. Like she's interrupting the show. Like these are all three things we have made fun of and she was on board with. So purely, so surely loud will like get a cheap little laugh. I thought it was going to get a cheap little laugh. And then she would tell me a little bit about Albania. We would talk about Albania for two minutes. Like, you know how, like where you're just like the crowd works, not pre-written, but I'm like, I'm like, she's going to talk about Albania. I'll find something really funny. Right. I'll get a one final big laugh off of her. I'll, uh, uh, the private gigs. I like asking, the, the person who the party's for, I give him a couple options and he picks based on the name of the joke, the joke I close with. I'll close on a joke and we'll get out of here. And like, I've got it all planned out the last five minutes. I'm like, great, we're going to, we're going to get out of here unscathed. This show went way better. And mm-hmm. then the screeching halt. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me every and, uh, fucking time, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, this is yeah. I'm dude, I'm trying to like I'm looking around at all this stuff. It, it is weird, man. This is RussianBrides.com. They like this. You got to do this to Albanian women. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, dude. That is, dude. I hate that when you just that's that one part, that one person, that one weird interaction that just brings everything to everybody down, home, man. And it was like the birthday boy's sister-in-law, and I was like, God, fucking, yeah, damn man. it, God damn it, dude, killing me. But it was fun, man. The birthday boy was really cool. He's like 49. He's from Ohio, and he was yelling about how much he loved Ohio. And then uh, I was talking about him and his wife having really good sex. And I was like, I bet you show her your Ohio face. And like that got it. Dude, he loved that. He was like curled over. And he was like, I'm taking that one with me. <laughs> oh, because anytime you're on stage in Ohio, you can you can go on stage and go, oh, and everybody yeah. goes, I.O. Yeah, yeah, dude, they're huge Ohio. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it, it it was fun, man. We we poked fun and uh, and and it was a good time. But it was fucking fucking scary. But what do you got coming up, dude? Uh, don't you hate that when you get it right there, and it's like you think you're good, and yeah, then it's yeah. like, God damn it! Yeah, the Ugh, wheel, the wheels won't out. come down. The wheels, yeah. um, the plane. I'm coming in. The wheels won't come down. It's like, all right, we gotta. Yeah, and you sully this. You, you did it, man. Yeah. You did it. What do I have coming up, or what do we have coming up? Ooh, I know we got one Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. We are at uh, Beer Baron in D.C. Host Battle is debuting there. I'm super excited. Uh, we got a great Comedy lineup. Loft. DC Comedy Loft. I'm, I'm so excited. Um, I got that. I got um, another show here in Charlottesville that I'm doing with my barbershop. That's going to be dope. Yeah, that'll be cool. And then we got what Host Battle again, January 21st. 21st on a, on a Friday night. Let me check here. It is yeah. I got January. Yep, January twenty first host battle, um, in Charlottesville at the Southern. What about Which, you, buddy? Uh, what do I got coming up? I mostly got 
private stuff. I am uh, this Friday. We got host battle on the 15th, the 17th and the 18th. I'm in Bristol, Tennessee at the Blue Ridge Comedy Club uh, featuring for uh, Big Dick Steve Rogers. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, it's so then, funny how he just got stuck with the nickname Big that's Dick. Awesome, dude. <laughs> for a clean comic to have that. I know a clean comic. His nickname was Big Dick. And then, uh, uh, yeah. Then uh, January sixteenth, I'm at the Improv doing the Kumite. And then we got we got host battle DC on the nineteenth, and host battle Charlottesville on the twenty first of January. Ooh wee! Oh, so, you know what? I um, if that's confirmed, damn. I, I couldn't. So. And all the yeah, the dates that I sent you yeah. that you sent me, those are all da- those dates are okay. confirmed. So yeah, we have dates for a host battle up until uh April. We'll we'll get those out. Uh so we're super excited about the shows. Make sure you guys follow us on social media. Our handles are right there. I'm at Chris Allen Comedy. He's I'm at, at Winston H Comedy. And uh we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to our show, watching the Woo! show. Tell your friends, man, and come out and see us. Later. Peace. <laughs>